Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Allspan Faces podcast is now sponsored by Tire Spot, the Northeast's leading tire supplier with branches across the region. Tire Spot don't just do tires. They cover everything from servicing to wheel alignment. They can handle every aspect of your car's maintenance. For more information, visit tirespot.co.uk. Enjoy the episode. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to the Gallagher Shots podcast for a live match reaction. As you can see, I am joined by Matthew. Hello. Matthew. Yes. You're mostly, I would say, pessimistic about every situation in life. Everything. Every situation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you have not been able to take that smile off your face since you walked into this building. Not at all. Not at all. And we'll get into why. It's got nothing to do with football. It really has. It has to Yeah. Um, before we get started, if anybody does have any questions, send them our way. Like I said, we will be focusing on today's match against Southampton, which saw Newcastle United absolutely demolish yet another team. Yeah. And fail to get out of first gear. Did they even start the car? I don't think they did. Oh, they started the car and there was a flat tyre. I don't think they did. But here we go, mate. Um, going into the game. Um, I think everybody was probably confident in this one to, to a certain extent. Um, actually, I'm going to let you do the the pleasure of saying the magic words, mate. Oh, those ones that uh, that other lad does. The other lad. I, don't, I can't remember his name now. Right, mate, I'll let you. Um, I, I forgot about that. Has it been done with a stubby over. before? Always. Is it always done with a stubby? Is it? Has a stubby. <clears throat> we wouldn't, you now get in. <laughs> I've had the pleasure of doing that twice this season. It. Oh, it's getting nicer every time. Long may it continue uh, because I've got a feeling that this is going to be happening a hell of a lot more going Don't forward. jinx it. A hundred percent. Going to be happening <laughs> a lot more than what we're used to. Um, but yeah, going into the game, I think everybody, they probably are pretty confident because of the run of form which we've been on. 
Southampton had won one in the last five, mm-hmm. where we had only, I think it was lost, they had drawn one in the last five. I think we won the rest. Yeah, of yeah. Them, I, I mean, they hadn't kept a clean sheet. Uh, they kept one clean sheet since we played them last season at home. Um, they've not managed to, you know, do much attacking-wise either. So, I mean, I was saying this before, that this, this on paper, all, all signs pointed to a, a Newcastle win. But we'll get into it in a bit. It wasn't as comfortable as people may think or the scoreline suggested. Um, But one of the reasons I am so delighted is in the past when we've hit a good run of form and we play the not-informed team, Mm -hmm. whether we play well or not, we usually don't get the three points. So one of the phrases that that obviously we used to see on the the Always Smile and Faces podcast is, Dr. Newcastle will see you now. Yep. Dr. Newcastle has retired. He is out of business. He's done. No longer. Malpractice. Malpractice. <laughs> Shut. Yeah. Shut. Brexit has a huge impact yeah, yeah. on Dr. Newcastle, so he is not around any longer. Um, But I, I said we we're going to focus on the game, but we're not going to dissect it minute by minute and things like that. Mm-hmm. I just want to focus on a lot of players, which I'll probably cover as well on tomorrow's recording on, on the podcast too. But once again, Miggy Almiron... He's, it's a different goal this time as well. Yeah, it's exactly. different to the, the ones which we've seen. Sort of a, it was a weird sort of amalgamation of some of the goals he scored recently. It's where he's made a great run, but then he sort of bundled it. Although, I'm going to ask the question now, did he mean what? I think he sort of did mean I what he did. He it. But it, it was stupid defending. Don't get me wrong, stupid defending by Maitland Lions. But he saw him come and thought, right, I'm going to delay my touch. Mm-hmm. And then he's got it on his left foot. And now I'm just like, if he gets it on his left foot now... So if Burkham is getting the credit for the touch, <laughs> I'm giving Almiron the credit for the Yeah, touch. yeah. Graham Sooness didn't want to give him it. He definitely didn't want to no. give him it, but he definitely dinks it past him. Like, he, he really does. He, he sort of just he goes moves. forward and then takes his yeah. foot away. Yeah. It's, it's Shotland defending defend from start to finish. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's absolute schoolboy stuff. That's just players running as fast as they can towards the ball. Yeah. But... It's just an informed player, Miguel Almiron. Give him the ball in the box, and you're confident that he's going to at least hit the target, if not score. And he does it again, mate. He really does. And I know everybody jokes and laughs about, about the whole Jack Grealish comment, but this is down to, to Almiron's confidence. Let's forget about is, that now, eh? Exactly, exactly. It was fun while it lasted, but now it's to the point where it's like we're seeing something. I'm not going to say special, but I'm going to say it's... it's, it's, it's no, I think just, you can say special. Yeah. I think you can, and I think it's down to the likes of... of Eddie Howe, the coaching staff, bringing that confidence in Miggy and the players around him because of the partnership which he has between uh, Trippier at the back and Bruno going forward when he comes well. across and puts the, the ball over, yeah. Triangles left, right and centre between those three. And we're finally seeing that the player which we thought we were buying because he used to do this every single week in the MLS, which, mm-hmm. yes, we're not a completely different league. But... But when we when we signed him, I'm being one of the ones who banged the drum for Miggy all the time. When we signed him, he seemed like he brought a new dynamic to that really poor Rafa Benitez side. Because mm. obviously on paper we weren't very good, and all of a sudden we have this player who was quick, and he give you this little like sort of extra option and and, and breaking away that, that his debut against Huddersfield, his home debut. Sorry, where he broke away and got the foul, and the post, then he broke yeah. away and hit the post, and he got he got Tommy Smith sent off. I think. I just thought we've got a dangerous player here. And then once the management changed, because obviously he got an injury that saw him only make about 10 appearances under Rafa. Yeah. Under Bruce, he just didn't know what he was. He was a lost boy. He played like a lost boy. He, he, he gave you everything he, he could. He ran around, but it was it was just a headless chicken, which led to a lot of people who aren't Newcastle supporters or some Newcastle supporters saying he's shit. He's not, very, he's not good enough. Probably a lot of Newcastle supporters, yeah. mate. I personally just thought, like, I felt harsh. 
putting that moniker on him because I thought mm. we know he's got a bit about him, and he's, he he has that pace. We just he's, he's just he's, he's he's playing within himself, and now I feel like these shackles are off now, and I, I think I, the system helps as well. I've I've always I'm never one of these fans to say to, to openly criticize players, call them shite, and say whatever you've got to say about them, especially on on social media platforms like we're used to seeing these days. But I thought come the summer after the takeover, I thought Miggy would have probably been one of the casualties that would have found himself dr- not necessarily being sold, but falling down the pecking order. If we were to make the calibre sign and people think we're going to yes, yeah, exactly yeah. that. Um, but credit to him that he has stuck and, and grafted, mate, yeah. absolutely grafted to that's his position now, mm-hmm. it, 100%. And if Newcastle are going into this January transfer window looking for a right winger, then I'm questioning that to a certain degree because of the form that Miggy is on. It makes that potential James Madison move make a little bit more sense now mm-hmm. in terms of, I know James Madison could play out wide, but he doesn't. Like he, if, if you sign James Madison, he's going to potentially be still be able to be um, utilized in a team where Miggy starts. Um, I mean, it's funny to ask, like imagine if say Maximum and his act didn't get the injuries they did. Does Miggy get the chance to flourish? And we get this weird sliding doors moment where them injuries literally has not just the Grealish comments, but them two injuries has expedited Miggy being in the team and be able to do what he's done. It's, it's like I say, it's a weird sliding doors moment, and I'm so glad. Not glad that they've got injured, but yeah. if that's what had it, it meant, because of that, you know, if someone's going to say, "Look, they're going to get injured," but Miggy's going to go and score four, five, and how many same amount of games and score seven goals already this season. Like okay, yeah. And I've mentioned this a couple of times, and, and yes, we're focusing on the season, but preseason he was on absolute fire he, yeah, as well. The Benfica game, yeah, I remember he, that very he well. Came storming into to this season, mm-hmm. and he's continued that run of form. And I think, do you know what it is? It worries me slightly that that the World Cup is coming at. I know it's coming at a wrong time because in in the winter, mm-hmm. but for Miggy, maybe not necessarily the club as in Newcastle United, but I think for Miggy, maybe it is coming at the wrong time. Because he does have this such a great run of form, and he's so successful in front of goal at the moment that I would hate for this to to dampen that to kill the momentum. You, you might look at it at that side of the fence and think he gets a chance to Give recharge his batteries and yeah. things like that. But for me, just keep the season going. Yeah, keep it going. It's strange because momentum's a real thing in football. Of course, it is. We've saw that firsthand uh, from January onwards after making our signings last season, um, but. I, I'm hoping, and there's some optimism, which is like blood from a stone from me. But I just think that maybe this this break's going to come up a perfect time for us because mm. you're seeing now that there is we're getting like even Miggy at the end of that game looked like he was like yeah, take us off because I'm yeah. not not that he was he didn't look injured he just he was got you could see him sort of wincing at the his, at the staff saying I'm all right I'm just I'm sort of, you could see he was like sort of, I'm just tight mm. maybe we get these two games out of the way and, and you know hopefully get through the next round of the cup and. I'm not going to lie to you, Chris, right now, I know it sounds daft, but after that result today, I don't give a shit about that Chelsea game. I, 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 obviously, I give a shit, but I'm like, if you'd offered me this amount of points at this point now, it's like Chelsea's a bonus game to free it. And yeah. the way they played today, then maybe. It's a, it's a free hit on, on the other side of the fence, what we're used to, though. Yeah, yeah. It's not free as in, oh, we're playing one of the top six and of course they're going to battle yeah. us, so let's see what happens. It's a free as in, like, it we've, damage we've, 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 it's not going to derail a season. Um, it would be shit to go into, you know, after such a great start of the season, get what second loss. But you know, it's just what is it now? Six wins out, seven, six wins out of seven. That's five wins in a row. Yeah, but six out of seven yeah. with the Old Trafford draw. That's 
ridiculous, man. That's ridiculous. Conceding eleven times this season. Yeah, that is unheard of. Yeah, the best defense. We've still got the best defense because of City conceding last week, uh, yesterday. So it's, it's remote. I never thought I'd be sat here as a Newcastle fan saying that we currently have the best defense in the Premier League. Going into Christmas, it's, it's <laughs> honestly like lost for words, but with, with comments like that and. So, so we're going to half time with the lead, one 0 up, thanks to to Miggy and that that break, um, and just before half time, it's a couple of minutes before half time. Trippier goes down, huh. holding his his thigh. You would say his his left thigh, I believe right. it was. Were you worried at that point? Not just for Trippier, <laughs> because once again we've got that break coming up, but obviously that affects him going to the likes of the World Cup. Yeah, things like that. As a, as a, if you take a, your Newcastle hat off and put your England hat on, of course, are you worried at that point? Yeah, of course, of course you are. I mean, it, it's crazy how much how blessed we are as a nation in the fullback areas, and but then, you know, the other hand taketh away, and we've been getting so, so many injuries. But I always thought Kevin Trippier was just going to be like a stalwart right back starting, um, but he's so important in Newcastle. Because it, 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 straight away, I just thought about the game because yeah. I thought Mankiel's going to have to come on and he hasn't kicked the ball all season. Oh, shit, we're going to look so vulnerable down that right side. But thankfully, he played on. Uh, it came off in the 80th and might have just felt a little twinge or something. Um, personally, I don't think Eddie Howe's a manager to push him too far if it was like one of those ones where he could really do himself some damage. So I think once we got that third goal, and thankfully, you know, he even had a hand in the third goal, got the assist. I think once we once we got the seventy fifth minute, just our right, it's time to come off now. Yeah. and it was good. We've enough. seen a few times this season where where Howe has made that decision. He's decided he, the, he thinks the game's won. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're done. Um, the players come back out after half time, and Wilson's nowhere to be seen. Chris Wood's coming on, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> Do you know what it is? We see these sort of injuries with with Wilson. We're used to that as Newcastle fans. We really are. Yeah. But my heart broke slightly because that may have dampened his chances of going to the World Cup. And I've sat here before and been really selfish saying, I would gladly not see Wilson go to the World Cup because I want him to be here at Newcastle. I'm the former well for Newcastle. But when when obviously he was subbed off at half time, I thought, Oh, hope to God this isn't gonna yeah. to affect him in the next half. I think. Of weeks. I think obviously now we've we've heard that it was just his illness. Still, he didn't look himself in the first half at all. His touch was off. His pressing wasn't as as rigorous so as it normally is. I don't, I don't think. know how true this is, and I don't want to be one of these ITKs like you see on Twitter. But apparently, he had COVID. Well, <laughs> I don't even know what COVID is anymore. Exactly. Like, what I, is it? Cold <laughs> now. But like he, he was actually sat on the bench after with his his snood up, mm-hmm. and then the, the 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 picture at the end, like the 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 picture we always they always do. He's got a he's still got his snood on, as if like oh, I just want to infect people. Yeah, but uh, who knows? He could just have a cold. I mean, if it was COVID, I don't see why how he why he wouldn't mention it. But whatever, it doesn't for me. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. It's still like Whether, a taboo subject. Yeah, I guess whatever. But I'm should be you be wearing a snood. I mean, yeah. Remember the snoods? I just think of Wayne Routledge when I think of snoods. Um, like, like, yeah. I, I just, I, don't, I, I it's sort of a, a, a moot point. Cow's opinion, as Joey Tribbiani would say. It's a friend's reference there for you. I got it. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't get it, but I know who Joey Tribbiani is. Yeah, but like, it's just, it is what it is. Like, you can't. 
for, but for me, he, he was off. He, his touch was off. He wasn't pressing as much. And I think he just got to half time and thought, screw it. And I think I don't, for me, I don't want to hurt his chances of the World Cup too much because of how still in form he is. Mm. Um, we'll see what happens. But for me, he should definitely still be going. Yeah. It's just an option. And I want him to go purely for him. If, if it all goes well and he gets limited minutes at the World Cup, at least he can say, I played at World Beat Cup. Me. And that, that, that is going to be him checked off weight off his shoulders and he's just going to be it's a bit of a bucket list tick off isn't yeah it? exactly and, and he can say I went to World Cup and then just like from now on I'm just going to concentrate on Newcastle mm. I'm not saying he never hasn't been concentrating on us but it's you know I I, I wish him the best I hope, I hope he gets in that squad we know Trippier oh. will be hope Um, and you never know you might see Mr. Dan Byrne there as well yeah uh, Chris Wood did get a goal though oh he did and oh I, he fucking got a goal like I am chuffed to I am he got that. buzzing I celebrated buzzing. that goal more than that Almiron goal because uh, Chris Wood, he's needed that goal. He has yeah. he definitely needed it. His impact since signing from Newcastle, yes, we went on that great run of form last season, but his goal tally hasn't been impressive. And that's what you buy. Yeah, I know that's what you buy strikers for, but I'm not saying I think he's a quality player. I'm not mm-hmm. saying I think it was a great acquisition for £25 million. I don't think anyone does, but I just think there needs to be a little bit of perspective on what where we took him from, mm-hmm. a place where he was a Strike partner with Ashley Barnes scored at least double figures for four seasons in a row, which not many strikers have done in the Premier League. And we made him lead a line in a struggling team. And all he was meant to brought in is to just graft his tits off. Yeah. He has had chances, don't get me wrong, and he's missed them. I remember that Man City one where uh, Sir Maximum put it across and he missed. And after Sir made those uh, comments about, you know, it was better strikers up front, my numbers would be better. Maybe taken out of context, but I digress. But for Wood, I just, when people tell me how bad he is, it annoys me a little bit because I'm just like, well, can you not just appreciate him for what the graft he puts in? Um, but I know it's a, it's a sort of balanced argument, but for him to get a, a goal, I mean, even when he scored against Tramier, I was happy. It was a great goal, though. But that was a, gr- on the spin, bottom corner, class, absolutely class. And I was just so happy for him because it really took the pressure off what was a very, uh, tetchy start of the second half. Yes. Yeah. Um, but like I said, it's good for him to grab that goal because it, we've got to remember, we've got a cup game coming up against Palace on Wednesday night and which Chris he'll definitely be starting. 100% will be starting. Yeah. So, so that's great for him to bag that goal before obviously going yeah. into that game. So, yep. so his confidence in front of goal should be, be higher than, a hell of a lot higher than what it was previously. Uh-huh. Um, we will be seeing a lot of changes, I would imagine, during that Palace game. We're going into the Palace game, but I we think will so. be doing a match preview to cover that one as well, which probably Scott will be hosting mm-hmm. for you. Um, so that'll be going out at some point in the next couple of nights for you. Um, but yeah, the, so we'll start with Valmiron's goal. Uh, we'll then get Chris Wood's goal. Then um, Joe Willick. Gets a goal. It's somebody else who's probably deserved that as well. 100%. Because uh, I, I think we've, we've spoke a lot on this channel about how Willick is a grower and not a shower. Whereas, Sam. <laughs> Sam. Ditto. <laughs> I never grow anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Um, yeah. but Real he, talk. It takes a while to get into a game. He, he has done in the past. Yeah. But it's... He's needed it. He's he's far from the Joe Willick that would did get on loan, and I don't think anybody imagined would, would get that Joe Willick back yeah. because that was a flash in the pan sort of thing. Yeah. It really was. But one another player that has grafted his way, managed to 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 get that position in the starting eleven now. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, it's helped with with Jolinton's suspension there, uh, with him and Murphy and, and Willick, yeah, yeah. And, and obviously Shelby's injury as well. But mm-hmm. 
Joe Willick's in there. He had a cracking game in a game. Uh, really, well, really I'm, I'm going to say, look, I, uh, we'll probably get on to him. Sean Longstaff uh, got man of the match off Alan yeah. Smith, which is uh, probably rightly deserved. I thought it was very good. I know he missed that. He should have scored. He should have scored. Yes, I know he should have scored. And he had a couple of wayward passes in the first half. Mm. But other than that... Twice he should have scored. Was the second? The first one was well, offside. One of them was offside, though. The second the half. Uh, yeah. yeah. But either way, he played very well. But for me, my man of the match was Willock. Um, he... he, he he looked in the across the full ninety minutes. Our one of our most dangerous players. Mm-hmm. And he was taking the ball on. He was there was a time where the young um the young Spanish football fullback I can't remember his name now who went off injured for Southampton. Uh, Nineteen year old nephew. Yeah, yeah. Right back, he didn't look actually that bad. Actually, I thought he looked tiny. okay. He was a tiny little boy. It was I mean they had a very young young uh, back four, which I, I wish we would have exploited more. But I guess we sort of did. Um, but Willock took him on and he was getting his share pulled and he, he just shrugged them off and he just looked dangerous. And even that's, I think that's why after he scored his goal to bring Shelby on, he takes Murphy off and goes to Willock. Yeah. You can you can play there. You can play where Murphy is because he's shown his pace again. He's shown that he's dangerous. He's not just a midfielder who can, who's strong and you know creative. He's 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 good force going forward. So yeah, when he it was a good finish. I think it's a very good improvised finish. Yeah. By the way, I know they're saying it's a little poke, but I think he thinks the only way I'm going to get the accuracy in the bottom corner when he hit it on the telly. I thought, oh, he's just trickled that wide, he but, he, but he's just literally just a little toe poke and then just into the bottom corner. I thought it was thought it was class. No, no, he does. He he obviously buries that mate. He really does kick it really well. Um, but we'll move on to the next goal. And so it, it is after the first ten minutes in the second half. It's it's probably Newcastle. We're, we're dominate that. It's, it's. I still think it was a strange game, Chris. I mean, I mean you're going to get in this more tomorrow. But all I'm going to say is my sort of my analysis of of it was. That we were the better with the ball and looked dangerous going forward. However, we looked for some reason looked susceptible to making mistakes. Mm-hmm. We saw the likes of Sven Botman. He probably had his poorest game for us in terms of what we know him for in terms of passing the ball. Still great defensively, still great at getting the ball away, but he gives the ball away a couple of times. And Bruno grew into the game. He didn't start off the way we liked we liked him to. Wilson obviously didn't only play first half. Um, so it was a strange one because. I think that's the that's why the Chris Wood goal was so important. Getting that goal and get creating a cushion made them come on to us more and then we hit them on the break. And I feel like it wasn't like new in control as we've been being used to. Um and like you said, the, the sort of the goal that we're about to talk about, it sort of before hang on, I think my mic's gone off. I'm gonna keep talking about Sven Botman. Hello. Are we back? I'm back. You're back. I'm back. Go. So, <laughs> you mentioned Botman's passing there. It was off today. Yep. It really was. There was that time in the first half that he passed it straight to one of their attacking midfielders and they got a break from it. Yeah. And they were lucky to, to block it out. And but, but this is what I love about this team is the fact that, you know, if you've got a Sven Botman who isn't playing well, you've got, a, you've, you've got Cher who is going to pick up the slack. You've got, you know, Bruno was growing into the game. But Longstaff was picking up the slack, you know. So it was a, it was a. It, 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 that's why I'm so happy about this result because you know not everyone was on their game, and we've still managed to put four, granted past the team who weren't doing too well this season. Yeah, um, y- you've summed that up quite well as I've been away, <laughs> mate. Apologies for that. <laughs> um, next goal, Southampton's goal. Southampton's goal. Yeah. Poor. Talk her through that. I was. I think. I think. Obviously, he started the game. Because won. 
the, of the changes that were made? Maybe. I think Elliot Anderson's went to sixes and sevens a little bit. Um, it, I think I don't know who committed to the challenge and thought like it was good to slide in. I can't. I, I don't recall. But it was just one of those goals where it was like five aside at the end of the game. You know, you've you've won and someone just sort of jinxed in. And it was it was a soft goal to concede. As much as it was a decent finish, it was a soft goal to concede, and it really. Really dicked on my fantasy team, Chris. So I'm not very happy about it. <laughs> Don't get me started on fantasy Premier League <laughs> at the minute, mate. Because I think it's a touchy subject for a lot of people. Uh, it really is. Um, but I, I think that goal. I, I think is it Dan Burn that that uh, did he just slide in? That was. I think that was Dan Burn. Came out nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just absolutely just slide. But Elliot Anderson was sort of just suspected, Aaron. Yeah. We looked really strong defensively down that right side. Uh, but Kieran Trippy's on that. On the pitch, we're not we're not conceding that goal. But it's one goal, mate. Okay. Mm-hmm. At no point when we concede that goal, I am worried whatsoever because we've seen it in the past. Matty probably thought <laughs> the sky was going four three, four three. Um, <laughs> but it's I'm not worried at that point. And it, it once again, so so we'll move on to to the last goal, Bruno's goal. The, the ability that Bruno has, where. Players don't close him down is mental. Well, that was like a carbon copy, not carbon copy, but he's hit that from this pretty much the exact same distance as his Brentford, his second Brentford it's goal. Mental. He but he's put it in the walks. opposite corner. So he walks with that ball and he literally just takes a glance over things. I can put it in that corner and passes it into yeah, the corner. It's not a, it's not a screamer. No. It's one of those goals where it's just a little skipper, like I can put it round the side of the keeper. And it was just it, it was it was inevitable. You know, like I said, he didn't have the greatest game, but what a finish. What a player. Do you know why it was an inevit- inevitable? Go on then. Because I took him out of your fantasy team. <laughs> this is why we don't talk about fantasy football these days. Yeah, yeah well. Um, I don't care. I mean, my, my fantasy football got shit on because of Sharon Pope not keeping a clean sheet, and I couldn't give a flying. Yeah. What's it? It's a season right now, and I know we're. Oh, how many games have we played now? Oh, just shy of 14. Halfway? 40. So we're just shy of halfway. We've got the, the the break for the World Cup coming up, and it's a season. It's a season that where you're enjoying massively right now. It's wild. So the Liverpool Spurs game is finished now. What was the score? So at this moment in time, Newcastle's at third in the Premier League. And Spurs pulled it back, did they? No, no. It's two one. Third. They finished two one. Yeah, finished. Holy shit! Done. I believe it's finished. I'm sure. I was wondering why I was getting those bleeding. We are third. That's fucking crazy. So no matter Sorry. what happens on Saturday's game against Chelsea, we cannot drop below fourth going into that <laughs> World Cup break. It's absolutely bonkers. It's fucking mad. It's mad. And we can sit here and talk until we're blue in the face about certain things and the fact that, you know, your Liverpools aren't playing very well and your Chelsea's aren't playing well. But at the end of the day, that form that we've shown is still good enough to get us where we are. Yeah. Um, it's the same reason, you know, you people talk about Arsenal and they're saying, you know, people aren't playing as well as, but, but Arsenal have only lost one game all season. They're mm. playing really well. They deserve to be where they, they are and we deserve to be where we are. Um, I won't lie, early doors, I thought that, you know, it could be a real learning period about um, sort of acclimatising to be in this club in flux and trying to do what we need to do and going where we want to be with the results against Bournemouth and Palace that were quite frustrating. But this run of form, is is bonkers it's crazy it's amazing it's enjoyable every game has had its we've won in different ways there's games where we've totally totally um 
What's the word I'm looking for? Just smashed opposition. Dominated. Yeah, dominated. That's the word dominated. I'm looking for. Uh, but this is the games where we've had to sort of dig in and then find the first goal and go from there. It's been, it's just been, we've just shown such a, a, a variance in performance to get but, wins. It's, but, it's amazing. Before we go on, because we'll, we'll probably go for another 10 minutes before we wrap this one up. Um, but if anybody does have any questions, send them our way. We'll go through as many as possible. Any members that are watching tonight, obviously, we'll read your questions first. So if you are a member of the channel, we'll obviously go direct. And if you're not a member of the channel, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, so if you do want to become a member, it's <laughs> little as two ninety nine a month. That's all that it costs. Two ninety nine. You get early access to a lot of the content on this channel. You get extra content as well. Uh, you get access to the Telegram group as well. You'll see there's a handful of people in the chat at the minute that are members as well. They've got them little logos. I mean, the logo and no logo alone is worth the, the money. The logo alone is enough. You have to pay what? How much does Elon Musk charge you to get a blue tick these days? Uh, Eight dollars. We charge two ninety nine a month. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but Matty, um, a lot of people have been mentioned there that we are going to be very happy fans and Jordies uh, come Christmas Day because obviously we're going to be spending Christmas Day in at least top four. All right, sorry. Of the, I was wondering why you were going with that. Um, but I, I don't think I've mentioned this on the podcast yet, but we are actually going to be doing a Christmas special where I don't even think I've told you yet, mate. Uh, so we're going to be doing a Christmas special where everybody's invited along. So okay. anybody. What in here? Uh, so it's, it's going to be a bit of in and outs as well. Okay. So it's not recorded on Christmas Day. I just want to tell everybody. Yeah. So Matty, we're not yeah, taking yeah. away from your family on Christmas <laughs> Day. But we will be doing a Christmas podcast, which will be aired on Christmas afternoon. That'll well. be good. So the channel, we are recording things just to celebrate uh, the last 12 months. I look forward to that. United fans. I look forward to that. That's no be good. red and white Santa hats allowed. Black and white Black ones. And white nice. Hats only. Nice. Um, right, let's get straight into the questions. And it is from Esteban Roberto that says, do you think we can continue our form after the World Cup? I mean, yes and no. Who knows? I mean, I'm the biggest pessimist. I know that I am. But, but I like to think that we're going to get rested. Callum Wilson, fingers crossed, goes to the World Cup and comes back unscathed. Isaac is ready by the time. I mean, I'm not saying he's going to get thrown straight into the starting lineup. He won't be. But to have that um, coming off the bench, to have Shelby, you know, fit and ready to play, to have options off the bench and hopefully have a view into maybe bringing one or two in in January. Who's to say we, we don't continue this? Um, we've got a good run of games after Christmas, I do believe. I think we've got an all right fixture list um you know i've got leicester on boxing day leads on new year's i think that could, that's going to be putting the market down get four points off them then that then ask me that question again i hope i think we get four points off out of boxing day new year's eve and i we'll think from there i think these sort of questions the, the very hard answer and because we're in we're in literally un, un, unprecedented times aren't we with, with the way newcastle yeah. are going on the way where we want to go I'm buzzing, and I'd like. I'd love to say, yeah, of course, we can keep the the, the, the form up. But you'd get the same answer off Eddie Howe. You ask Eddie Howe, can you keep going? He'll say we're taking one game at a time, and that's all we all we can do, really, yeah. isn't it? And mention Eddie Howe. I'll, I'll mention another podcast as well. His podcast with Jake, Jake Humphreys. Humphreys. So the high performance podcast is actually going out tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Is I it? believe it was delayed by a couple of weeks, but that is going out tomorrow. 
So it's something which I've been looking forward to for the, for the last handful of weeks when he first mentioned that it, it was going to be it. But like I said, it was put back. I don't know for what reason, but it was put back despite it already being recorded. And do you know what is this is this podcast with Jake Emery has been recorded a couple of weeks ago. We've then gone on. Yeah, that on again. Well. Yeah, yeah. So what we're going to hear in that podcast, we're even in better position. That the point. the the, um, the preview that got posted didn't like War Flags post the clip. So, oh, actually, I don't think I'm allowed to say this. All right, we'll on. just tell you. We'll get to <laughs> Carry on. But no, what they did though, didn't they? Like that's yes. it. Like we're allowed to say that because yeah, it's on so, Twitter. So War that Flags clip was posted. That, that clip was great, by the way. Like that made me so excited for it. Like the fact that he talks about striking that balance between being liked and being a football manager. Yeah. Amazing, man. Amazing. Uh, next question is from Joel Patterson. Uh, people will recognize Joel. He's done a couple Pat-o. of previews as well with us. The last couple he's done as well. This is what you get as a member as yeah. well. If you're a member, Joel's a member. Joel gets invited on and he does match previews with us too. Pato. Uh, Pato. Uh, Joel says, do you think we have the squad depth to keep this form up? And also have a strong cup run or two. I'll start this one up. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're talking about squad depth, and I think we've proven at this moment in time that the squad depth is probably better than what we thought it was because we've had injuries to key players, mm-hmm. likes of, of um same maximum. So obviously Jacob Murphy's came in, filled in, Shelby's got injured, we've had other players come in, and obviously Isaac, who is our yeah, record signing that. Wow, then obviously he's, he's played what two, three games mm-hmm. for us. Um, yeah. so I think squad depth isn't an issue at this moment in time. Going into next season, then probably if we get a European spot, because you will have to, to basically upgrade a lot of players that are in that team. And Let's I don't, not get I ahead don't of ourselves. Sour. If we did get yeah. into Europe, I think uh, our owners know that you need to probably have a, a similar window to what you did in January, probably bringing five players. So speak of the January January transfer window. Sorry, if you, do you want to add anything to, to Joe's? I think it's, 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 it's a tightrope with our squad. There has been games that we've won this uh, in the last five or six where you look at the bench and it's pretty abysmal. And it's no disrespect to the players on the bench. You just know that there's nothing there to change the game should you need to. And we've been lucky to score the first goal and go on to win your 1-0s, 4-0s, 4-1s and all that, Mm. 5-1s. But, you know, I I still like Ryan Fraser as an option if he's fit. I like Elliot Anderson as an option if he's fit. Murphy, you know, Murphy's Murphy. He's having a great spell at the moment, personally. I just think he's just, you know, quality-wise... I don't want to sound like a dick here, right? But I'm going to stick by what I'm saying. Murphy right now is doing a lot for his career after Newcastle uh, United. That's a good, no, I don't think you're wrong in saying that at all. People see him scoring goals and contributing. Uh, they're going to think, right, well, I'll take a point. Especially in the championship. Mm. I mean, he went to Chef Wade a couple of seasons ago and they loved him there. So um, I'm not trying to see off Jacob Murphy now, but I'm just saying about the options we have. But there has been games where we, because of injuries, have had... Um, a bench basically full of defenders bar one and that's Chris Wood mm-hmm. and that's what worries you um, so if we were managed to make two offensives because defensively touch wood was sound uh, with the options and stuff if we were to make a midfield and a, and a, and a winger slash forward signing in January which might not happen yeah let's let's just be serious like it might not happen if that was to happen then yeah I think our squad's good enough to I'll, I'll do what we are fire doing. through a couple of these because a lot of these or to do with the January transfer window. Um, and this one's the first one from Kieran that says, can't say the owner's not trying to capitalise by spending. Finishing fourth this year puts our plans in a hyper speed. 
I think we'll probably see that a lot quicker than what we're expecting in regards to January. Mm. I think of obviously we're going to be in a very, very good position come January. Yeah. I think the owners will look at that and think maybe even one, one more key signing yeah, yeah. that can push you to secure those places. Well, let's not forget that that fifth that fifth season under Pardew. We made one signing in January and it was Papas Dembasisa. And he did push us on, to be fair. Um, I don't want to repeat what I said after the Spurs game. So we all saw that. Everyone saw that with the black and white and the piano, which was not my idea. That was Scott who did that. But I'm just, just take every game as it comes and enjoy it. Just keep thinking, okay, we're here, there now, but don't think we need, we need to be doing X, Y, and Z now. Mm-hmm. They've got a plan. They might expedite some spending, but they're not going to just throw all their eggs in one basket now just because we're in the top four come Christmas. It's still going to be just like steady as she goes, I think. And but we still, all had a plan. We're ahead. They, they didn't think that this was going to happen. But again, we're still halfway through a season. There's still a lot of more football to go. So um, I still think, yeah, we might. We, I think you might get one surprise in January, but you never know. It could be just one player, and that's it. That's it. Yeah. So good surprise or a bad surprise? <laughs> you just we'll keep see. One we'll see. Yeah, we know a good surprise. <laughs> um, right. So a couple of more. A lot of these are associated, like I said, with, with January transfer window. So Lauren, who is a member, says, "Lauren, who would you like us to sign in January?" Which is followed up by Callum Lewis. That says, "Who would you? Hey, sorry, who would be your January transfer? Trossard or Madison?" For me, it's Madison all day long. It is all day long, but if someone said to me, flip a coin now, or them two, I'd just be like, I'd just fling, Thanks. I'd, I'd fling the coin and just like dance around. Because like, I think both of them would bring, it. Just it's like Eddie Howe says, like, the, the signings you want to make, you want to make ones that just make us better, not just sort of keep us ticking over. And I think both of them signings would make us better. I've always been a fan of Trossard. I think he's a very good player, but this season he's having a, he's having a, proper exceptional season there's no, no mugs getting the belgium team in the last three years and he's been getting in that team well at least getting called up but this season he's, he's really proven his worth um again i'm not saying it's a, it's a done deal or we could prime away from brighton um but he is good but if i was to choose out of them two yeah 100 it'd be, it'd be james brighton Madison. must hate us why just because like obviously we've gone in with i know Danburn wasn't all oh, right okay first choice, okay we're still Dan Ashworth. Now we're looking ah, at Trossard. Right. I didn't think about Dan, big Dan Ashworth. It's all oh. right. They beat us a few times in the FA Cup a few years ago. <laughs> we're fine with it. It's fine. We'll yeah. Let off. Live off that, you divvies. Um, <laughs> divvies. Um, but like Madison, yeah, that would be an unbelievable signing. Um, obviously, there's the case of uh, Yuri Tillemans that's sort of lurking about. Strange one for me because He's out of contact in the summer, I believe, or he's out of contact next his, summer. He's and there's a lot of stories saying sooner than what Madison's does. But they're saying that like there was a chance he could have went for 30, 35 million in the summer or something. If that's the case, I'm not saying it is, but a lot of uh, journalists are saying that. Why? Why aren't players and teams going for someone like him? That's a big question mm-hmm. for me. That and I've heard rumours and. Just, it's just conjecture. I don't know Yuri Tillemans, but you know, you see what he can do with the football, and you've seen what he's done over the last three years at Leicester, and you wonder why no one's. So I'm just thinking. So, so there's there's been a few comments tonight about uh, Eddie Howe's tactics in regards to the transfer window, and and how you don't want to ruin that that the dynamics in the squad and in the dressing room. 
and, and rightly so, it's Eddie huge. Howe has been on record number of times saying that you need the right, not just the right players and the right talent, but the need to have the right attitude and character mm-hmm. to join this team. Yep. And you, you could probably argue both Tielemans and Madison in regards to character because Madison's made headlines before for the wrong reasons. Um, but most footballers do. And I think the move to Newcastle for either one of those players We'll probably put an end to that sort of things. I, I really think it would. I don't know. I, there's no. There's no magic. Unless one. they get to the big market. <laughs> Fuck you know. It can. It can turn boys into <laughs> men and men into boys. That's why Willick lives out in the sticks. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I don't know, man. It's 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 a strange one. There's no magic one to change someone's character, and I think that's why Eddie Howe is so tentative and so. You know, insistent on getting the right characters in, and that's why the likes of Lascelles is still seen as he's, he's desperate to see him as still the club captain. He got quoted the other day saying about how important he is in the dressing room. It's why Matt Ritchie's still there. Yeah, that's why he didn't want him to sell it, sell him. It's because you don't want to just take out the old and bring in the new. You want to have a you know bedding in period, but to make sure that the right characters are in there. To say like you know, no one's coming in here and and being a passenger. And so, just... um, Kieran Bolton says um, that he's currently bored from most of the big market. Why, um, Kieran? I, why? Well, I'm I'm bored from Pop World. Are you? Yeah. Why? Well, I'm not. I don't know if I'm bored, but I got kicked out of Pop World. But we'll not get into that. Kieran, <laughs> Kieran, why are you bored out of most of the big market though? Um, I'm going to end on one last question. This is from. Yeah, but Graham. tell me if Kieran replies though. I'll tell you. If, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so Graham Dougal uh, sends in also Dougal. Of the channel as well, who has also been on a match preview. See, see what I'm doing with this. Become a member, you'll get on a match preview, hopefully. He says, Will Big Dan Byrne go to the World Cup? I don't see. I, he's not going to, probably. He'd probably take Mitchell or someone like that. But I just don't see why you wouldn't, just as like a break glass in cage, case of emergency, left back gets injured, centre half gets injured. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, he's an English player who's started every game out of position, arguably, in the best defence in the Premier League so far this season. Just take him. Just take him because, like, you may as well because he, he can just slot in if you have a bit of trouble. And because of the size of World Cup squads now, like, he probably won't play. But just take him. Don't take a, an option where it, if the worst happens, it's like square peg round hole. Just take someone who's going to I'm with you. And apparently he's, he's, he's like the best guy. He seems like guy the best the world, guy. Apparently. Like, like he, he, I'm sure he speaks to Eddie Howe, Gareth Southgate, and I'm sure Eddie Howe's telling him he is one of the the changing room leaders. He's, he's absolutely class. Lovely to be around the group. I'm sure everyone will love him. Like, take him. Um, Kieran has said that um, he's bought from filthies and passing clouds. Uh, be- same bar, really. Same, yeah. But because something to do with him going to his place of work with COVID. Uh, also, Keller, Voltz and <laughs> Louise, I used to work there. Not allowed in. That means he's been stealing from the till, doesn't it? Kieran, <laughs> don't you want to know? I'm scared now, man. He's been stealing in the till. Oh, Kieran. <laughs> um, but allegedly, um, I think allegedly right, you 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 believe Danburn won't go, but for the wrong reasons. Yeah, what do you As mean? In Southgate just won't pick him. Yeah, Somebody because Southgate, deserves. Southgate. Yeah, yeah. I think the opposite. I think we will see four Newcastle United players. Four. Yeah. Oh, Pope. Pope Trippier Wilson Byrne. Sorry. I think we'll see all four go. I'll be buzzing. I'll be really proud of them. I'll be so proud of them. Yeah. I mean, we know Pope's going. We know Trippier's going. Yeah. 
But granted, he doesn't get injured in between now and now. Depend on what happened with Wilson. But to see, to like see, I said, it, it was more illness than mm-hmm. than injury with mm-hmm. Wilson. But I think Wilson's name's already there. And I think I think the Ben one would really just make me dead. Like, like I say, proud. It would do it a strange way because I know Wilson's already played for England. Trippier's done all sorts for England, and Nick Pope's always been there before um, he came to us. But uh, for Dan Ben to come to us, he was seen as this sort of, yeah, I guess it's a solid sign of a new asshole. To come to us and have the form that he has to have played his way into the England squad, that'd be awesome. That'd be so good. But it's like a, it's we'll like see. a fairy tale story. Oh, it'd be it? awesome. It really is. Jordy Boy goes away down the south coast, comes back, comes home, comes gets home, gets in the England squad, comes home, then brings it home. <gasps> shit. Holy shit. Just not the big Marcus Kieran on niggas. Right. We're going to end it tonight. Um, Thank you, everybody, who has um, joined us tonight for this one. And it's currently 160 odd of you watching. Um, Lovely stuff. Very much. So, if everybody watching now, if you just want to like the video as well, it helps us out massively and it helps us out reach everybody. Do you know what else. they should do as well? Follow me on Twitter. What else? No, they shouldn't. <laughs> yes, they should. Why? Because I want like no friends. You're the first person to sit around this table. Right. Asking for people to follow you on Twitter. Well, why, why don't other people do it? I think it's because, like, um, just what they put on Twitter. The like, desperation. No, the, the the things that they put on Twitter, like... Yeah, but I, I don't put anything bad on Twitter. So why... What? Just follow me. It's great content. You'll get you'll get football content. Um, wrestling. Wrestling content. Skiing? Nah. No? No, just, just, them. Right. just them two things, but it's pretty good, though. All right, but instead of following Matty, if you do want to become a member <laughs> of the channel as well, like I said earlier, it is two ninety nine a month. <laughs> Um, it gets you early access to a lot of videos. It gets you on match previews as well. So we do look at members, first of all, to join us on match previews. Like I said, we've had a couple of guys over the last handful of weeks join us that are part of the Telegram group as well, which, once again, that comes with the membership. Just like the video, become a subscriber. If not, if you don't want to become a member, those two things will help us out massively. Enjoy the next couple of weeks. Enjoy tonight. Enjoy tonight. Enjoy Yes, we've got work coming tomorrow, but who cares? Go Gives to work a with a smile on your face. Go over a few pints now. <laughs> it's 10 to 7. I mean, you could have four pints right now. You could You could probably have more if you wanted to. But yeah, thanks, everybody. It's been an absolute pleasure. Obviously, like I said, we've got huge smiles on our faces. Um, and you do on your side as well. <laughs> enjoy this moment. Really enjoy this moment. We're doing it. Every Newcastle fan should be doing it as well. And just stick two fingers up at the... The, the top six because Newcastle United currently in it. Oh, he had a takeover, mate. We well, really are. I won't go that far. See you later. <laughs> yes, we're definitely off. See you later. Ta-ra. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.